So over the past month or so, um, many of you have been, many, many of us have been sharing our reflections on the trials and tribulations of this past year and a half and how they've affected us personally, the losses of many different kinds, and consolations as well. So it was really moving to read these as they came in, and I know Emily, the staff, we've all been talking about how much we've appreciated all the different comments that people have given. Um, and so we created this litany of lament as a time for us to acknowledge and just honor you know, the whole range of our experiences during this time. And we wanted to bring them together um, into this space as a community and before the divine presence. So in this sense, the litany of lament is something that we've done as a community together. And much of it is expressed in the words that you've sent us. So what we want to do is read aloud a selection of the responses that you've sent us during this time of struggle. And then we're going to name some of the emotions that we've experienced, followed by a litany of losses suffered and gains that have come our way. So the people reading the different responses are, they're going to come up to the mic and we're going to turn it on and leave it on. And um, there, there are people that are coming from Michigan, California, Kentucky, um, Washington. So it's, it's, you know, thinking about the increased isolation that many of us have um, experienced has been a real challenge of its own and its own kind of suffering. And so it's just really nice to remember that we're not alone and we're actually connected to a whole wide world. Um, so um, I'm going to start uh, the, the sort of the liturgy now and I'll guide us through the responsive elements, um, but we'd like to start with a prayer. Dear God, as we come into this hour, we each bring our one experiences and emotions. May we bring our whole selves before you. Gather us into your love, O oh God. We who are weary and we who are hopeful, we who rejoice and we who mourn, we who have felt sustained by your hand and we who are wondering where you are. We who are anxious and we who are calm. We who are peaceful and we who are angry. We who feel nothing and we who feel everything. We who are certain and we who are filled with doubt. And we who are everything in between. May we who have gathered bringing all that we are and all that we have experienced feel sustained by your love and this family of faith. May we honor this moment as sacred as we bring ourselves before you and one another in this bold act of worship. Amen. All right, so... In the last year and a half, like I said, we've experienced shifts and griefs in our existing roles. So our, um, some of us have taken on new roles, some by choice, but many out of necessity. So in this first section, we're going to name these experiences aloud before God, trusting, O oh Lord, that you hear us, you see us, and you love us. 
So these are some of the selection of responses that you wrote in the first week that we met in person. And we're not reading anything that has uh, specific identifying markers, but we want you to have a sense of just what each, um, some different people have been experiencing. As a working parent, I have struggled with feeling abandoned by institutions, my workplace, the school system, the childcare system. As a church member, I have struggled with, uh, with separation. As a queer trans person, I've struggled with learning many friends and neighbors' true feelings during these tense times. As a person, I have struggled with the loss of life as it was before. As a teacher, I experienced frustrations and exhaustion trying to connect with students from a distance while worrying about their safety and mental well-being. As a friend, I have struggled with loss of time and touch with those I love and care for. As a person with mental health needs, I've experienced a lack of resources and support. As a boss, I've struggled leading my team through so much grief and loss and change. As a daughter and granddaughter, I have felt stress and fear for family members who have chosen to remain unvaccinated. As a person being careful to not be exposed to COVID, I have experienced loneliness, isolation, and even some agoraphobia. As a job-obsessed old man, I have experienced burnout, but have found peace and more work and life balance. As a moderate, I have felt frustrated with the, politi with the politi politicization of the response to the virus. As an introvert, I have felt simultaneously at peace and more isolated and alone than ever. As a human ball of anxiety, I have felt a whole lot of fear and anger. As a mental health worker, I have experienced a very difficult work environment this year, this past year and a half. As a community participant, I've had trouble finding compassion for those who feel Black Lives Matter is not real. As a mother of teens, I have struggled with making decisions about school, activities, socialization, friends. As a worker, I have struggled with a job and hair loss and a decline in confidence. As a parent, I have struggled with balancing the emotional, social, developmental needs of my kids with safety and community responsibility. As a boss, I have struggled with watching people move on as this time has led many to reevaluate their lives. As a parent, I have felt devastated to not share my baby with my community in ways I was expecting to. As a mom, I have struggled with the ups and downs of loving being with my kids, especially in the beginning of the pandemic, and needing to get out of the house, take off the mom hat, and have a break to just be me. As a person with a pattern of depression, I have experienced so much more extreme form of depression. 
As a friend, I have felt like I dropped the ball on checking in on people I love as the pandemic wears on and I feel tired and slightly depressed. Ah, thank you. So now we're gonna do a call and response. Um, I'm going to say a line and then you respond with, we see you, we hear you, we see you, we love you. So Emily helped me, she said, we're gonna practice. You have to practice with everyone, so let's practice. So we're gonna say, we hear you, we see you, we love you. Good, so hear, see, and love. So I'll say the first part, and then I'll also say that we see you, we hear you, we love you together as a group. Okay. For the people struggling with loneliness and lack of physical touch, we hear you, we see you, we love you. For the parents who felt like failures as they tried to manage virtual learning and their kids' wide range of emotions, all while attempting to manage their own complex emotions, we hear you, we see you, we love you. For the teachers and all who worked with students trying to hang on by a thread, experiencing burnout as they tried to teach both in person and online, we hear you, we see you, we love you. For the teens and tweens who have felt alone and isolated from their peers, we hear you, we see you, we love you. For those who have given birth to children without any family or friends to celebrate with them or support them, we hear you, we see you, we love you. For the children who have been frustrated because they felt they didn't have any control over what was happening in their lives, we hear you, we see you, we love you. For the grandparents who have felt disconnected from their grandkids, watching them grow up on a screen, we hear you, we see you, we love you. For those who are grieving the death of a loved one and are frustrated with the inability to safely mourn with family and friends, we hear you, we see you, we love you. For all who have wondered where God is in all of this, we hear you, we see you, we love you. For those whom their jobs have demanded a lot of new things and the fatigue is real, we hear you, we see you, we love you. For the kids and adults who have felt uneasy and anxious as the world shifts rapidly all around them, we hear you, we see you, we love you. For those with aging parents who have not been able to visit or care for them, we hear you, we see you, we love you. For those who have lost their jobs and struggled with a sense of failure and lack of purpose, we hear you, we see you, we love you. For the students who struggled to keep up in virtual school, we hear you, we see you, we love you. For the frontline workers with demanding, hard, and scary jobs, struggling with frustration and exhaustion, we hear you, we see you, we love you. 
for those heartbroken by tensions with family members, coworkers, and loved ones fueled by misinformation and conspiracy theories. We hear you, we see you, we love you. Amen. So we've had a lot of, um, I think there's a delay with this, the sound on the, okay. We've had a lot of emotions sitting in our bodies and I'd like to name a sample of those that you've all shared. So some of the emotions have been closer to the surface and meant for many of us and those include um, like anger, apathy, numbness, despair, anxiety, cynicism, sadness, resentment, weariness, and depression. But we've also experienced contentment, gratitude, joy, love, and sentimentality. So some of the emotions that have been harder for people to access included joy, excitement, decisiveness, happiness, and hope. So now we'd like to recognize some of our losses as well as some of our gains. And again, these are from your response sheets and um, we're gonna leave out those with identifying markers. So this is not an exhaustive list of what was submitted but a summary. So the first section will, will, will address the question, what is something that you've lost, something that you grieve from the last year and a half of pandemic life? My entire weekly schedule, our relationships with the grandparents have suffered because of COVID precautions and the politicization of the virus. Seeing my out-of-state family members as much as I'd like. I've lost some respect and trust for the capacity of other people seem to have to care for and consider others. A therapist. I've lost connections because of major life changes during the pandemic. Lost my stepfather, lost a beloved cat. Group singing, the health of a loved one. Being able to go to concerts and plays. The effect that differing vaccination opinions and decisions has had on my immediate family's communication and ability to be together. I was unable to attend funerals of loved ones. Unity in a crisis. Enjoyment of my job. The ability to plan, physical touch, sonic lunch in top of the park, friendships put on a long pause, some of which will not return. My mother. Staff members at work who will be missed, being in crowded spaces, vaccinations and field trips, vacations and field trips. <laughs> that was a correction. <clears throat> Stability, confidence. Gatherings with extended family. I'm not the same person I was pre-pandemic and that makes it challenging to know where I, where I fit now. 
faith in humanity's capacity to put community above self. Any pleasure I used to get from my job. Visiting family out of state. Okay, so now, now we want to um, speak to the question, what is something that you've gained from the last year and a half of pandemic life? Crystal. Precious time with my teenagers I wouldn't have otherwise had. New tattoos. <laughs> time to slow down and enjoy nature. Remote work. I can stay remote some days going forward. Slow life and more family time. Perspective on what is important in life. <clears throat> An increased appreciation of my church community. The opportunity to help my mother after a tragedy Courage to stand up for what is right and fight against what is wrong. Work-life balance. With very limited interaction, there was space to work through personal life changes without feeling judged or needing to answer questions. I gained a canine companion. Humility. Some new hobbies and a newly found identity. I gained better relationships with my neighbors. I gained 10 pounds. I gained 20 pounds. Comfort with uncertainty. And I gained a greater appreciation for resilience and flexibility in the face of the complexities of our society. We became regular attenders at Blue Ocean. This wouldn't have happened without COVID. More time for leisure, gardening, reading, baking, etc. A new pet, a deeper prayer life, additional time with kids, and forced rest for many months as all our normal activities were canceled. A chance to reflect and make. Uh, and make a few needed changes in our lives, a quieter lifestyle, more appreciation for my husband, new skills in self-care, empathy for what we used to call shut-ins, people without ability to get out and socialize normally due to physical or mental health challenges. Okay, and now we're going to do our closing prayer for this liturgy of lament. Lord, you hear our losses and our gains. We lay them before you and ask that you turn your face towards us. Hear our hearts. May what is helpful remain and may what is harmful be removed changed or healed come to our aid 
Now um, you can join me in praying this prayer and the words are in your bulletin and in the chat. Jesus, man of sorrows, acquainted with grief, you know what deep sadness is. We bring our pain, anger, confusion, and emptiness to you. We may always feel in some way these heartaches. In turning to you, we know that loss won't disappear from our lives, but that you share it with us and can renew us. Remember our numbness and our tears. Reassure us of your love and goodness. As a community, we gather around our losses, around each other. We wait and hope in you. Hear our prayers, and God be with us. Amen.